Wrestling Dago. Yep. Well, okay. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Camp Podcast. This is your uh, Pro Wrestling Week interview. I want to say thank you for listening. If you follow us on the interwebs, Google us at the Camp Podcast. We'll show up on your podcast catcher. We'll show up on YouTube. We'll show up on your social media. Um, check and us out. Just, an, uh, just an FYI, it's no longer called the Wrestling Week in Review. It's just the wrestling show. So the wrestling week interview today is uh, November twelfth. Um, <laughs> we're going to review the week of wrestling, and uh, yeah, and we're going to do cornholi. I always said her. <laughs> All right, so wrestling. Ken didn't watch any wrestling. Brock barely saw a few wrestling. This is a bad week in wrestling. Whenever I miss a Monday Night Raw, because like I was at the Steeler game where the Bears got cheated. Um, it, God, just, it, it just kind of like screws me up. Like I didn't watch it, then I tried to watch it Tuesday. I didn't watch a single second of Monday Night Raw, and then week. I like just forgot. And then I didn't watch I didn't watch NXT. I watched part of it. It was like it just throws my my week off. You know, my wrestling. Did game. you listen to Cornette? Uh yeah. On which ones? He only had one out for. Uh, what was Dynamite. he talking about? Dynamite last week. Yeah. Yeah. He mentioned the Eddie Kingston. CM Punk promo. Okay. Talked about that. What do you have to say for that? He loved that. He said it's the only thing that's resembled pro wrestling in the past 10 years. He didn't... <laughs> did he mention Moxley at all? He, he Briefly. He said he was in a no-win situation on that because he said if he wished him well, everyone would call, would call him out for that because he's done nothing but talk shit on him for two years. Yeah. He's like... For the sake of his family, he's like, I don't care if he ever wrestles again, but if he can find another job making the money he makes now doing wrestling, yeah. that'd be great. He's like, I wish the man well because he has a nice young family, all that. Yeah. He's like, if he never wrestles again, I'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. I heard him talk about the releases. Yeah. That you was know, good. And all that. That was interesting. Um, so, yeah, there's been more update on the whole release thing. A lot of the stuff... Nia Jax, it seems like now there's people saying that it's like vaccine related mm -hmm. stuff. I heard a lot of them were that. S some of that is still budget cuts, they're saying. Nia Jax sounds like she had a lot of backstage issues. We, I mean, it's a shame that the anti vax status is what got her fired after all the people she's injured through the years. And yeah, stuff I mean, like none that. of that got her fired when she was <laughs> almost fucking killing people in the ring. <laughs> It's not yep. like she had a lot of attitude problems, too. It, it also sounds to me like Keith Lee had a lot of backstage heat mm -hmm. for some things. I don't blame the guy for being mad, wanting to put me yeah. in a tennis skirt and get rid of my music that made me famous. You know, like, yeah. honestly, I honestly feel like all those firings, if you look down the line, and a lot, other than Nia Jax, it's, it's the weeding out of the Triple H indie hiring. Yeah. It, 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 that's what the, it really is. It, it really is. I mean, Mia Yim and Taya Valkyrie, those are Triple H. Brought, he brought Taya Valkyrie in. Mm -hmm. That was sent her back to Impact. Cross, Lee, uh, Scarlet Bordeaux. It's all like anybody that Triple H had a vision to go get and wanted to make a big WWE star, they have gotten rid of. Mm -hmm. The only one still stand, standing is Champa and Gargano on NXT. Those are Triple H guys. And Kyle O'Reilly. And Kyle, oh, Kyle O'Reilly's gone. But we'll talk about Kyle <laughs> O'Reilly here in a minute. Um, but it's it's who they go after. You know, like, yeah, you see, like, you know, Lucha House Party, they wanted gone, so they granted them the release. They were begging for the release. Yeah. But even a lot of the people that were, like, like that one guy that's, uh, what's that girl's name? Jay, Cora Jade? Yeah. Her boyfriend. Yeah. He was an indie guy. Mm-hmm. Gone. And now it's all 
homegrown people. Mm-hmm. It's like back to like how it was before. Yeah. You know, like I, I feel like they were really targeted Triple H. Like your indie experiment didn't work. You couldn't beat Dynamite. So mm-hmm. here it's you go. totally what it is. It's totally what it is. So all your indie guys are gone. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and I do get the budget cut stuff to an extent too. But they had like what four hundred contracted wrestlers at one point. They did have a lot, but their their rosters nowhere near AEW's roster now. AEW's <laughs> way more wrestlers than they. Do. I don't think AEW's paying as much as these guys though. I think like the lowest paid WWE guys are at least making a hundred grand. Yeah, maybe some of the women were. Some mm-hmm. of the women were making seventy, eighty thousand. Yeah. But you, know. you take that times. I don't know what they pay the UK roster. I would love to know what the UK roster. It's probably is. totally different. Because that's a that roster still they haven't really fired a lot of that roster. Well, a lot of them I think are on a show to show deal. I think they still can do indies and stuff over there. Yeah. Where is Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe is oddly taken out of the title picture, mm-hmm. saying that there was a reason he had to drop the belt. You haven't seen or heard from him since. Mm-mm. Like they didn't fire him again, but where is he? Is it because, I'm, like... Was he not on a long-term contract? I never heard the contract details of him. Yeah, I don't know. Or Triple H wanted him for NXT and brought him back, or you think they're like, well, we don't want him on TV because now we control NXT, so we got him off TV. <laughs> it could be. I have no idea. It's so strange. It's so strange. But I, I mean, honestly think they're trying to oversaturate AEW and trying to give them the WCW treatment. It may happen, because all these people, they keep talking about wanting to bring over, but, you know... There's only one person I want in AEW, and we'll talk about it here soon. Uh, that I want to Eva see. Marie. Nope. <laughs> Eva Marie, her tweet. Did you see her tweet? See you soon, WWE Universe. Take care. Like, she even knows. I'll be back in a year. Don't hire me back in a year. You know, she, her tweet was literally, take care, WWE Universe. See you soon. Love you. <laughs> she knows. I'll be back. You know, like, she knows. Yeah, I'll be back. She probably makes more doing her own stuff on social She's media. She's making movies now. Yeah. She has, like, some action movies she's filming with mm-hmm. someone that's coming out, you know. She doesn't need them. No. So, um, let's hey. briefly go through. I didn't really pay attention to a lot, but a few key things I line out here. The key thing I got from SmackDown last week. I did watch SmackDown. Um, yeah, Roman his had to get his Usos in line to beat King Woods. They're feuding with Woods. This will just be like Ken said. Big E's going to come over, and he'll be a champion versus champion. Big E... Champion versus champion, then the New Day versus the Bloodline, or something like that. You know, I mean, a six man. Yeah, they're just building some kind of st- some th- story there. Um, King Woods got new music. Mm-hmm. I like it. I, I did watch that. Like, he's fighting did- Roman this week. That should be good. Yeah. He's not gonna win. I like how annoyed Roman is with the Usos. Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and he has to come out and take up. care and everything because he keeps screwing up. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, you gonna be at my side? Are you gonna be at ringside?" He's like, "Why would I go out there? <laughs> Handle your shit. Handle your business. Fix it, or I'll come and fix it." And I love everything that Pat McAfee says. <laughs> the way he talks, he just cracks me up. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, that was the highlight of that. Um. What about this shit show of a Survivor Series? That they just put together and released it on a random Saturday, just out on 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 their, on their social media. You can't even do a story, no, to tell why no. it happens. No, it's just hey, these five guys are gonna fight these five guys. So I'm really at a point now where I, I'm just tired of giving WWE my time. Yeah. Yes. You know it's. AEW is not perfect, but at least I can't wa- see what's going to happen. Like, read the, what's on the card and predict every outcome of everything that's going to be on that show. 
Some things I can, like Cody Rhodes matches. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of it's dumb, but it's not as dumb. And and you you know that you know that uh, Orange Cassidy is going to be there a month from now. You know that Darby Allen's going to be there two months from now. Like yeah. just as an example, a couple you know like, they're no they are isn't constant turnover there. I think you're going to start seeing it soon. Yeah, to make room for all these WWE castoffs. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's why lately I've enjoyed the whole NXT more as a whole because it's newer people. I don't really know who's going to be pushed yeah. or who's going to, like, who what they're doing with certain characters. I'm intrigued by some of it as opposed to, like, what goes... Other than, like, honestly, there's not much I like about Raw at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing I like about SmackDown is Heyman and Roman. Yeah. I like the bloodline. I, I, I look for his segment, and then I usually fast-forward the rest because the rest of it is like you know owens was going to turn heel again they, you yeah know, that was he turned on biggie big surprise there mm-hmm. you know um but yeah it's 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 like how it is um so that was pretty much that um nxt had a good i, I thought they had a good kickoff match to- toxic attraction i thought that mm-hmm. was good their were their women's matches have still been pretty solid on yeah. there you know kaylee lee ray's back um the worst tag team ever put together in name is Jacket Time. <laughs> Did you see Jacket Time? I saw Jacket Time. Why are they Jacket Time? And the whole entire time Wade Barrett's because going, once how horrible traveler. of a name is Jacket Time? He just kept saying it all over and over. Well, one, I like Wade Barrett. He cracks One me wears up. a jacket and the other one's a time traveler. So. Yeah, the Creed Brothers smashed those dudes. I like Poor the Creed. Kushida. I like the Creed Brothers. Kushida will be gone soon. Yeah. He's yeah, another that, Triple H guy. He's another. That'll be another cut. Um, and then Carmelo Hayes and Pete Dunn was good. Carmelo Hayes is another indie darling. How long's he got? He's new, and they tend to like him. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't know. He doesn't have much as the indie stink to him. That Vince, <laughs> they changed his name. They changed his name. Maybe if they didn't change his name, he's got Trick Williams. What was his name in the indies? <laughs> oh, I forget. It wasn't that memorable then. No, I just know him because he had a Phil Singer Games card. But yeah, he's doing well. He's popular. Let me, I'll get it real quick. We'll just sit here in silence yeah. while you do it. <laughs> yeah, you guys I didn't want to make it. I wanted to just dead silence. Christian Casanova was uh, his indie okay. name. Hey, I'm Christian Casanova. Where is um, uh, Santos Escobar at? I think he's uh, hurt. He's fired. Or fired. I don't think he's gotten fired yet. Because he hasn't been on with Legato. They've been out with Carmen Electra or whatever the hell her name is, Electra <laughs> Lopez. She's like been like leading them out. I wonder if he's getting a main roster call-up. I don't know. Those two, how two, how small did those two look next to that Zion Quinn guy? Yeah. When he came out and just flattened both of them? Mm-hmm. I think that guy has so much potential if they don't screw that guy up. Mm-hmm. If they, they will, though. If they're going to screw that guy up. <laughs> I, I, he, that guy needs to be on NXT for the next two years. Don't bring that guy up just because he looks the part. Because he looks like someone Vince would like. Yeah. He's huge. He's like 6'3". He's 6'4". He's Samoan. He's a good-looking dude. Ladies like him. Leave him on NXT and let that kid get experience and wrestle matches. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, A year from now, he should win the North American title. And then a year from that, challenge for the NXT title. Mm-hmm. You know, like Go slow with that dude because he needs it. Because yeah. I think that dude has all the, the charisma and the ability to be a big star. He's got a realism about him, too. Yeah. Like, he looks like somebody that could beat somebody up. Yeah, he does look like he would be afraid of him. 
He dates that redheaded chick that's like a musician that did the new oh, song yeah, yeah. for the Iconics. Okay, yeah, I know who you're talking They're about. like all connected. The Iconics know that girl. She's real good friends with Shotzi Blackheart and Scarlett Bardot. Mm-hmm. And they always do like Instagram photo shoots together. You know, and then she dates Zion Quinn. It's like the whole little interweb of all that. What's that uh, Pacific Island, Australia connection? Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that connection. So, yeah, that was pretty much a week in the WWE, whatever. Survivor Series, no one cares about. Remember two years ago, Survivor Series was so important. NXT was involved. Yeah. And it was, like, huge. All these dream matches. NXT won. We had all these matches. People were like, how great this match is going to be? You know, it's because the Undisputed Air held all the belts. Mm-hmm. So you, and you were like, you're going to get all these great matches. They didn't even put Adam Cole in the title. <laughs> <laughs> but you had, like, tag teams that were good. Now it's like, here's five people we just randomly put together. No chance to do story with it. That was always like they would appoint a captain and he would yeah. go build the team. They build did that team, for years since they were Or a reason. Be- and even in the past couple of years, they've had where there was a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I mean, you go back to 2015. Remember, like, John Cena had to put that team together to save Monday Night Raw. Or, like, the authority was going to, like... Yeah take control yeah. the whole and Sting show debuted. and sting debut and you're like you know that's only six years ago <laughs> yeah. and it was that good yeah it was like wow cena has to win and he has to form this alliance and he got like randy orton to side with him Dolph you, know, Ziggler. you know it was like man this is a big deal and sting debuts <laughs> now it's just like here's five people here's five people on a saturday at 11 a.m on a saturday you just see a a tweet go out all oh, these guys are all fighting each other no one knows why. They really started changing this, the, the, the people in it. Yeah, Bobby Lashley came out and killed Dominic Mysterio and took his spot. Yeah, Because yeah. Adam Pierce goes, hey, after I put... This was the stupidest thing on Raw. After I put that team together, I realized they're all former champions but you. I'll let you be on it, but I really want Team Raw to win. Why? You're the general manager of both shows. Yeah. What do you yeah. care if Team Raw wins? <laughs> when you don't have... You're supposed to have feuding general managers, mm-hmm. which be like, we need to win for our brand. I represent Fox. And they have two. Yeah, they and, have. and they're both on the same show. Because he goes, I really want Raw to win. Why? Because <laughs> you're the general manager of Spat. What do you want Raw to win for? So I decided you have to fight Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley killed him. Like, of course I'd put Bobby Lashley on my team over Dominic Mysterio. I mean, what the hell are you thinking of? It's so dumb. That's great. Anyway... WWE. It's the one night a year. We're Raw and SmackDown superstars. Oh, All right, I haven't so that yet this year. Let's go over to AEW. Friday Night Rampage, you had um, Brian Danielson kicked it off fighting Anthony Bowens. Um, I really like the acclaim. I don't understand why they kind of are just the jobbers to the stars now on all their shows. They really They are. beat people on Dark, mm-hmm. but then they have singles matches on Shows where Anthony Bones just gets beat up by the latest WWE guy they brought in. Mm-hmm. And I think they're good. I, Max Caster was hilarious he on, was. on both of these raps <laughs> that he did. He was hilarious, but they don't really, I don't know. I don't get it. I think that they get good heat. Like the crowd, like, genuinely moves them and, and gets a reaction. So that's what makes them good, you know, cannon fun. I mean, did you hear the line he said about your father in law? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, ruins more careers than your father in law. Brian Danielson is like, oh. He uh, knows. He knows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. 
And then you had Adam Cole versus John Silver. I didn't care for this at all. I don't, I, I don't think John Silver's that good of a wrestler. He had a lot of miscues, and it looks yeah, He couldn't keep up with him. He couldn't keep up with Adam Cole at all. He looked like he was trying to play catch-up the entire match. And what, it was dumb that Adam Cole even had a match after getting a concerto two days prior. I know, like he was. <laughs> they didn't sell that at all. Yeah, and he was that like, I had my head bashed in, but now I, you know, I'm gonna fight you. I'm like, okay, and then beat him. <laughs> I think you can really tell in AEW who's a good wrestler. Like the line of the, the, you know, of separation is very clear when you get these guys to wrestle each other. Yeah. Like, I like John Silver. I think he's a good tag wrestler. I think he's with him character. and Reynolds are together, they look good together. But when he's a single and he's got to be out there for 15, 20 minutes solo, he, it shows. His like, kicks were really bad looking. So were his punches. Really, really sloppy looking. But, uh, you know, glad Adam Cole won. Um, it's good to close out a show with Adam Cole winning. With his music and everything. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. That attracts people in. Um, then Wednesday, Night well, Dynamite. skipped over the most important thing that happened on Rampage. What was that? Search story. Eddie Kingston and CM Punk. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk about that. What did you think about that? It was it, it was very real, very believable, and yeah. both guys did an excellent job. Yeah. I think Eddie Kingston's stock was raised significantly after that. Like, you, he showed that he could be in there with anybody mm-hmm. on the mic, I think. Bringing up their history mm-hmm. and all that, yeah. Some cheap shots I, both ways. Yeah. Punk will uh, beat him. This is yeah. the, the match I'd like. Uh, this is the match I'd like to lose. I think this is Eddie Kingston. I'd like to have him win this match. He's not going Won't to. Won't happen. I know it won't, but I just just said I fucking like it. See, I like Eddie Kingston in promos. I don't like his wrestling style. Mm -hmm. I don't care. He's a bum. He's a kind of a bum. I don't care. But (laughs) he's good in the ring talking. I mean, there's no, there's really Mm -hmm. not too many people. He's believable, and so is Punk on the mic. That's that's why. I like Punk with a little edge to him, mm-hmm. and he was kind of being sold in that light as a little bit of a heel. Yeah, because Eddie turned the crowd. Yeah, because when he was like, "I just don't think you're any good. I think you suck." <laughs> and, like people were like, "Oh, you know, like I like that Punk. Give me yeah. that Punk, who's like a dick, not jumping in the crowd and thumbs up and high fiving everybody. Uh-huh. I want to see him be like, you people don't know what you're talking about. This guy sucks mm-hmm. as a wrestler. That's why we don't want him as a wrestler." Yeah. I thought Eddie Kingston was good. Like, I'll say it. Nobody else will. Nobody wants you here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one was happy you were coming here. That was a great line. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Brian Danielson kicked off Rampage, and then he kicked off Dynamite fighting Rocky Romero. I was surprised by this. Isn't Rocky Romero a New Japan guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they released a thing online that apparently all the best friends are now in chaos. Okada's one of them all in the group. So that's a good way to get these guys now wrestling in that New Japan uh, U.S. show. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll get Okada in Dynamite here so. soon? I would be surprised <laughs> if Okada shows up at, at Double or Nothing or, or what's it, Full Gear this weekend? Yeah. I'd like to see this guy wrestle since I really never have, and I know you guys have talked about him for years. That he, One you said once that he's like the John Cena of like New Japan, like so over. Yeah. I'd like you to saw- see... You saw him at all in. He wrestled Marty Scroll. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see him on TV though. I've never watched like yes. watch him work on television where I can really see it good. You know, he would he would be a good representative of New Japan because he speaks English. He he's very charismatic, and he, his matches are really good. So, might be a good 
a good guy to get some some eyeballs back on that product. If he's going to wrestle in the states, they need to get James Storm back so he can be his uh, yeah. his sidekick in that BTK crew. Mm. Wasn't okay. that Sonata? Uh, that was Sonata. My so bad. I, Sonata. I thought uh, I thought was, I thought uh, I thought he was in Impact Two doing something. He, he was, as well. but I don't think he was part of that. Oh, okay. um, I really couldn't get into this match. I, I don't know. Rocky Romero, I don't really know who that is. Everybody was like, there's a lot of history here. I don't know any of this history, so really It was, was a nothing. good match. There's but... really nothing special to me. Mm-hmm. I, I did one before I fell asleep. I didn't watch this match. I thought it was good. I liked it. Good okay. match. I think I, I, these matches remind me in WCW whenever you'd have a show start off with a cruiserweight match. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of like... You know, I feel like it's similar booking. I, I, like I thought it. I could have made a bigger deal about Rocky Romero being there, though. I, I agree. I agree. There's a lot there that if you don't know the whole indie background on it, it's... Yeah, it's, exactly. They need to like explain a little bit yeah. of it instead of just Excalibur. It's this Excalibur one. These two have history. Yeah. These two have history. Well, they have a lot it? of history. I'm like, well, what, what, is what is it? <laughs> I have no idea what, what any of this is, you know. So then the next segment was fucking painful. American top team, <laughs> top team beat the shit out of Jericho, and Dan Lambert put him through a table. I, I don't care about any of this. Paige Van Zant wasn't even on. That's the only highlight of, of it is Paige Van Zant. I follow her on, on her social media now. She is fucking fantastic. They really need to like sign her and try to make her... Teach her how to wrestle because she has so much charisma. She's better than everybody in American Top Team. She is. That's not saying much, though. Yeah, they are so That's... boring. Do you see those forearms that one guy was throwing that were like eight inches from Jericho's head? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's all bad. <laughs> I, like I said, I feel Sammy Guevara hasn't even talked about the TNT Championship in weeks. It used to be defended every week. It's lost in the shuffle with, and I don't know. Hopefully, this shit's over. I don't think it's going to be. I don't know. Terrible. Next, we had a, a woman's match, Thunder Rosa, with her screaming entrance music. And uh, the heels ran away at the end of it. Ty Conti looks strong. She's still not beating Britt Baker. I don't, I think. don't think so. I don't think so either. Um, then we had the acclaim out again, so Jungle Boy could beat Anthony Bowens. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And then what happened? And then they beat... Oh, Bobby Fish came down. Yeah. Beats the shit. Now, as soon as Bobby Fish came down and started beating up Jungle Boy, I got excited. <laughs> as soon as I saw it, I got excited. And I was like, oh, shit. Please give me a little in the background. Like, please just give me a taste. And then they cut to the Super Click talking. And we know how I feel about the Super Click. And then Bobby Fish shows up and... Right then and there, I got excited. Because I'm like, Kyle O'Reilly's contract is done in December. Please bring these guys over. Please break away. I hope Adam Cole turns on them for killing him and all that stuff and joins with his Undisputed Air people, and there's your built-in new feud, and I will fucking mark out for mm-hmm. all that shit. Because if you have the Undisputed Air who went head-to-head with Dynamite and beat them on several times in AEW now, that's what the fuck I'll get behind for sure. And I, I don't see why it wouldn't happen because also Kyle O'Reilly and, and Bobby Fish were a great tag team that fought the Bucks in ROH. But what are they, Red Dragon? Yeah. They're Red Dragon. Yeah. Because uh, uh, poor Kyle O'Reilly needs saved. He's fishing <laughs> with that idiot and all that. 
that stuff. You can save Kylo Ren. And I don't even care if they get Roderick Strong at first. No. You don't really even need him right now. it would be three on three then. Yeah. It would be Kenny. It would be the start undisputed either. Like. Yeah, because then, like, the, the, the Bucks were like. We're the only undisputed people in this era. Like, you know, yeah. and he was like, don't worry, he's cool, he's cool. I'm like, yes, give it to me. <laughs> give me those three. You can count, call them whatever you want. Because you know what will be great is they'll be serious. Mm-hmm. Cole O'Reilly and Fish will be cold-hearted, serious, kicking ass. That'll be that'll be exactly, that'll be the Adam Cole. That's, to me, that, those are the people Cole, Riley, and Fish, and forming their group over there, will pull NXT loyalists back over yep. to that show week in and week out. Yep. Closing the show, being dominant, beating up the Bucks, beating up Kenny. Mm-hmm. That would be good stuff. Getting his revenge. I was like, this is so cool seeing Adam Cole and Fish like together and you know talk. And he's like, oh, he's cool. Bobby's a cool guy. Well, I just hope that they keep using him as their enforcer. Like yeah. he just is like. They're like Hitman. Yeah, as soon as he ran out, I was like, oh, I love it. Beat him up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fish is in there. I love it. So that was good. That was the, that was the, the highlight for me there. Uh, Wardlow absolutely fucking destroyed that Wheeler Eula guy. You know, <laughs> yeah. Good to see Wardlow on TV getting a little bit of like, you know, about time they start wrestling him a little bit. Because mm-hmm. that guy I think is good too. I think you could do stuff with Wardlow, you know. Yeah. Wardlow versus Miro, that sounds good. You know, yeah. Warlow doing things. Warlow's marketable. I, you know, I, I think you could do a lot with him. Yeah, I mean, the more that Warlow does things, I think the more he's going to make money. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I think the guy, the guy's talent, and he has a good look. You know, he doesn't need to talk, but like he needs to wrestle more mm-hmm. instead of just coming out in his sweatpants or yeah. now that he wears and his wife beater and his mm-hmm. sport coat on. He needs to wrestle. And uh, then afterwards, that Matt Hardy shit. I I, I don't even care about that. I, I would be happy to never see Matt Hardy again. So would I. <laughs> and let those guys that were in there free them of all this. Free them of all this nonsense. They're all talented guys. Yeah. Let let I call almost called them the Street Profits, but let Private Party wrestle again mm-hmm. as tag team. Where's Mark Quinn been? I don't know. He hasn't even been around. And the Butcher was gone again this week. Yeah, he must be touring. Yeah, yeah, it was just the Blade again. <laughs> it was the Blade, Isaiah Cassidy, and. Uh, I don't know. Was there somebody else with them too? I don't know. It was just Hardy. It was just the yeah. three of them. Yeah, Matt Hardy yeah. can go away. It's time for people like that to go away. Him, Jericho, all the they can go back to like Jericho can go back and like appear at the WWE once in a while. <laughs> like, you know, you don't even need those guys anymore. You got so much more better talent now. It, I'm surprised they haven't started trimming the fat yet. They need to. There was a lot of, of people like Alan Angels. Do they need him? Do no. they need Preston Vance? Do they need Marco Stunt? No. You know? No. You can wrestle I, them on Dark if you want, but they don't need to be on Dynamite. I feel like AEW is keeping staying fat until the TBS stuff starts. Because I would also be surprised if, uh, if uh, whatever Rampage on Friday night might go to two hours. They need well. to. But move it up. You got to move it up. You can't go ten to midnight. No one's gonna watch all the way that late. That's too late. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna go rampage two hours, you got to put it at one least hour head to head with nine nine to You got to do something. You know, yeah. that's late. It's I mean, it's hard for them to get ratings now with that show where it's at. Mm-hmm. I, I, mean, with I, it. I, I still say that anything that you do ratings wise is better than the TNT's gonna be happy with. And you know what? I don't. I don't know if I believe that though anymore, because 
I was listening to like Cornette talk about ratings and how things go and how these TV channels go. Like you may, th- I don't know. There it gets to a point where they're like, we're not getting advertisement on this show. Yeah, we got five hundred thousand people to watch it, but no one wants to market on it. And if no one wants to market on it, even if AEW fans like it and AEW likes it, TNT like, uh, I'd rather put. I can get five hundred thousand with a replaying Independence Day. Do they though? I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd be interested to see what those like movie reruns get, yeah, viewership wise, or a rerun of the Go Big Show, or whatever, <laughs> or, you know, or, or or hockey game. Well, a know. hockey game would probably get more. Yeah, hockey yeah, would get more, but I don't know. So anyway, keep going. Um, then you had the debut of uh, your boy Lee Moriarty was on Dynamite, and Lilo Rush's wrestling debut. What was he wearing? I don't know. He was dressed like a Power Ranger. <laughs> And he was very oddly shaped. Yeah. He's got really, like, thick legs. Yeah. A real small, like, short torso. And, like, a small, tight and ass huge, and big arms. It was and really... shoulders and arms. He's uh, really he looked like, like an action figure. He did. He's yeah. very oddly shaped. He was good. Yeah, he looked good. This was good. This was fun. I like him and Dante Martin as a tag team. Yeah. Poor Dante Martin's brother, whatever his name oh, is. I know. He never comes back. <laughs> what do you think about this? You like Lee Moriarty? I thought this whole thing was great. I hope that they get... I hope both brothers that are hurt come back and this becomes like a six-man. Like, these three... I want all these guys to wrestle. I thought it was great. This is exactly what these guys should be doing. Yeah. I also think that they need to establish a belt for these guys. I do, like too. Or, or, like, a, a Young Lions cup or, so, like, something. Like, yeah. they, they need to, to establish. Like, the 25 and under cup. Wasn't that exactly. Jafara's rules? 25 and under for the This was good. Lions this cup. was entertaining. It was fast-paced. Looks good. Mm-hmm. Dante Martin is really he's so young like can you imagine like you look at like Dean Ambrose when he wrestled he was 20 like how skinny he was yeah. and how mm-hmm. imagine like 15 years from now and Dante Martin's 35 like how good he's gonna be yeah you know when he, mat- he matures into his body and he gets some muscle mass on him he already you know, hits all his spots he hits and all his not, sp- and they're not easy spots they're not but he's just gonna be around for a long time mm-hmm. as long as he doesn't get hurt exactly and he seems to wrestle safe he does you never hear anyone complaining about him or anything. I love that finishing move mm-hmm even Alex popped when he saw that finish. He was like, that's pretty awesome. I was like, yeah, it's pretty good-looking finishing movie. He hits it really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, sequences, the sequences him and Moriarty were doing were fantastic. I was popping out of watching it. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was but, good. I still don't know what Lilo Rush had on, though. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was the strangest wrestling attire I've ever seen. I was like, what is he? What happened? What, like, where's his cape and his mask? You know, it was, it was strange. Um, what'd you think about, uh, Pac and Dax Harwood? It's a good match. I just, this I didn't want. This is where I was out. The end of this match, it's the most convoluted <laughs> nonsense story going and wrestling the end of this match. You have FTR involved. You have, then the lights go out for like 20 seconds. The lights go out. <laughs> Somebody missed their cue. I'm like, what do we do? And then Elio and, 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 uh. Black are in the ring, and then Cody comes down, and the Lucha Brothers. It's eight fucking people. It's like, what is this storyline? Here's the problem with AEW. If that was the one match that had somebody come in after the fact, it would have made more of an impact. Every match has an afterbirth. Every match. Every Every match. match. Like Cornette says, every match has an afterbirth. Mm -hmm. Even the women's match, there's an afterbirth. Mm -hmm. Everything on here, there was something afterwards that something has to happen. 
You know, some little thing that breaks out. It's chaos at the end of that. Cody's running through the crowd. This guy's running in here. Then the Lucha Brothers. None of them get along. Is Death Triangle together or not together? I guess they are again. You know, who the hell is FTR with? They're allowed to be with everybody they want. Well, they're paying them. They're, they're paying, paying MJF yeah. to, for the, to use them. It's like, Christ almighty, this feud is confusing. You don't know who you're supposed to, what you're supposed to be watching Just here. Cody. And like, ever since Malachi Black lost to Cody, now all he does is surprise someone in the ring and then get the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> His mystique and scariness yeah, it's is gone. gone. It's gone. I mean, him and Elio appear in the ring, and it's like these two dark figures appear after the lights are off for 20 fucking seconds, and then they get their ass handed to them, and then they're rolling around on the ground looking shocked, running away. Like, oh yeah, these guys are real threatening. Like, can't they ever just jump somebody, beat them up, look tough. What, oh, here comes Cody through the crowd. Why is he running through the crowd? He works in the back, and he's coming from the top of the stand, stripping on the way down. I'm like, I hope this dickhead falls and trips down the steps. It's the stupidest fucking segment. Did you see the seen. other Cody stuff that was coming out this week? What's that? He also wrestles under a mask on Dark. People are saying that's not him. Though. It's totally him. Do you think it's him? It's Wrestling totally with Flago. His Fuego 2. Fuego 2. It's t that's got to be him. Is the neck tattoo there or is it covered? It's covered badly. Yeah. But you can kind of see it through it. A lot of people said that it was a different person this week. Well, maybe it's they're going to, because people caught on to it, maybe they're. It's going to be like John Cena when he was Juan Cena. <laughs> One time. <laughs> One time. Juan Cena was great. <laughs> so then we had the last segment of the show was the contract signing. Kenny and Hangman, I thought this was really well done. I like mm -hmm. this. And I even liked the Don Callis thing, because I didn't see that coming. Yeah. I, I thought, thought somebody something was up with that cameraman. As soon as he got in the ring, you knew it was weird. As uh, soon as they showed you the cameraman, you yeah. knew it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. But building up to it, I liked that there was no young bucks involved. I thought they had a good dialogue between the two of them. Mm -hmm. When he said, you know, I told you, good job, Hangman, and all that. And then he shook his hand. I was like, this is different. And then... Because I was even thinking, where the hell is Don Callis? And then he shows up. You know, so all that was really well done. I liked all that. What do you think about that, Ken? I was asleep. I missed all of it. Oh, it was I good. didn't see it. It was good. It's worth a watch on YouTube. It was, it was a good back yeah. and forth between them. That's the See, when we fought about this last week, I liked that Kenny Omega. He's in a suit. He has Callis with him. He's serious. He's he's mean. He's good on the microphone. He's like condescending. I love that Kenny Omega. That Kenny Omega to me in that segment last night, talking down the hangman, like, mm -hmm. I made you, you weren't a good partner. Like, I'm like, I love everything about this. I don't like Kenny Omega and I Ghostbuster outfit. <laughs> that, 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 that's right, you know, but I like this Kenny Omega. Mm -hmm. I just hope he lets hangman I, beat him. All I'm saying is, you can't have one without the other. You're going to get, it just doesn't happen. I know, I like serious Kenny Omega. Serious Kenny Omega without his fucking goofs, just with callus, <laughs> is good. It works. And that was good. So let's predict full gear then. All right. Uh, we got Christian Cage and Jurassic Express versus Super Click. I think the Super Click wins. Yeah. Yep. I think they don't know what to do with Christian Cage and <laughs> this anymore. Yeah, he's, yeah. I don't know. Where's Marco stunt? <laughs> yeah. Darby versus MJF. I'd like to see MJF win. I don't think Darby needs a win. I think MJF can't take the loss. I don't know. That's a tough one to call. I, I say MJF. Yeah, because he hasn't won anything important lately. No, yeah. he hasn't. He hasn't since Jericho beat him and 
to me, really took his stock down. He needs this. Mm-hmm. Darby can lose, and no one's going to care. Yeah. People like Darby. Yeah. You know? MJF, you're kind of like, this is one of our top heels. What's he doing now? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. You could always have him win with shenanigans, too. Yeah. He's got yeah, yeah. action with him and everything. You should have Sting turn on Darby. That would be cool. That'd be thanks. Yeah. Um, AEW Tag Team Championship, Lucha versus FTR. I think FTR beats I think them. so, too. Since are the first two time AEW champs on TV, I'm behind that. I wouldn't mind Lucha. I wouldn't mind a belt that switches often, and if that's the tag belts, I'm fine with that. Because they really haven't done nothing since they won those belts. They haven't really been on on TV. TV. They run down and get in like feuds, but they really haven't feuded with anybody. They had one match against someone after, and then that's really it. Mm -hmm. Um, the the inner circle nonsense. It's gonna be the inner circle. Jericho put Dan Lambert through a table. Yeah. Jericho. Sorry. He's going to pin Dan Lambert. That'll be an absolute mess. And then they'll have a stadium stampede match. Out there. <laughs> Punk versus Kingston. Punk. I like Kingston, but it's going to be Punk. Yeah. Yeah, he'll win. Um, Brian Danielson versus Miro. I'm going to go with Miro in this. I think that he he's gonna he's gonna pull it out and hand, get that loss out of the way so it's not a thing. I think so too because I also think this ties into who I want to win. Yeah, I think Miro losing the Hangman isn't that big of a deal. Yeah. Or do you want do you want to solidify Hangman as a champion by defeating Danielson? I think Brian Danielson wins. This match, I think he was and the, the title. I and, and the title. I think I don't think Hangman's winning the title. Um, he kind of has to though after how Dynamite ended. You know. Yeah. This is the storyline that's been going on for how many years? Two I years. know. Yeah. I know it's been going on, but I think <laughs> the signing of Brian Danielson changed their plans. I don't think so. I if hope this not. was Vince, I would say yes. But these guys, <laughs> I think they're. They're going to see this out. I think the only thing that changed their plans was it was Hangman's having a baby. My money is on Brian Danielson to beat Miro. Um, and my money is on Hangman not winning and then going on to doing something else. I don't know. Uh, I feel like he has to win after the whole contract signing shenanigans. I hope. Yeah. I hope. I hope. Because otherwise that's... It just completely chumps him out. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they cheat him and, like, people get involved, you know. Yeah. Adam Cole knocks him out, and then him and Adam Cole go in the feud, you mm-hmm. know. Anytime you screw somebody over the belt, it's an instant storyline for a new feud. And it kind of, like, takes away from that you actually lost. Because mm-hmm. now you're mad at that person. Right. You know. What about Britt Baker and Ty Conti? I think Britt Baker will retain. I think so. Yeah, too. I think so, too. And there you go. Uh, real quick to the ratings. Um, SmackDown was up from its FS1 thing. It made about $2 million, Down from $1 million the week before when it was on FS1. Rampage dropped from six twenty three to five ninety nine, And that was a live show as well, too. Yeah. Um, they have another live show this weekend. Or a t- tonight, actually, is another live show. 
Uh, Raw dropped 1.7 to 1.5, going up against a Monday Night Football game where the Bears got cheated. Um, NXT Good. NXT dropped 630 to 603. That's pretty bad. That's pretty bad on a Tuesday night. And then Dynamite went up a little bit from their 878 bad number to 913. Still not in the million mark. So that was their go-home show to um, hmm. Full Gear. So maybe whatever happens in Full Gear, we'll see if that brings them in for next week. That NXT number is terrible. Yeah. It's not going to be around for a while. Mm-mm. USA is not going to put up with that. No. Because USA can put stuff... Yeah. Shows that they have that they can put on that night that'll draw. You know, it ain't going to fly. You know? So maybe it'll go to the Peacock or something. I don't know. Maybe. Who the hell knows? It should go to some local, like Cornette said, it should go to like <laughs> a local channel in Florida, like, like an OVW. And, and well, everything he said about that made sense, though. Yeah. His idea, Ken, was that. You should put all the talent on like a local show in Florida where they wrestle out of the Performance Center. You can go watch the local guys wrestle there. It's on like cable access on there. You got to go watch these guys and use the two hour window for like a challenge show of like, what do you say? Of like, just pick five guys from Raw and SmackDown and do versus each other matches and then have a cup that you transport back and forth. I don't even know if they need to do that. Just cancel the show. Yeah, just came yeah. the show. Um, and, and his rationale to keep all the developmental guys off TV is like, cause he, he goes, whenever they were doing Ohio Valley, he's like, you could watch it in Kentucky, but you couldn't see it anywhere else. Yeah. So, and then he used the old territory days as an example. He said, Ricky and Robert Gibson were job guys in the Memphis territory. He said, anytime they came to Memphis, they wouldn't draw money because people remembered them as the job guys in Memphis and could care less that they were coming to town because that's what they remembered them yeah. for. He's like, you don't want these guys, to, you know, figuring out how to wrestle on live TV because that stink is going to be on them no matter where they end up. Yeah. Which is a good point. Also, yeah. when they used to do the developmental brand and you had Cena's and the Orton's and all these people, when they first brought them up to the main show, they weren't anything special. No. Dave Batista was Deacon Batista, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they had to, you watched them grow over the years, and you were excited when Randy Orton captured his first title. Yeah. Now they build him up, and they bring him up like it's a big deal. Yeah. Right to a main spot, and then they don't know what to do with him, and then it usually fails. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's no development on Raw for them. No. You know, it's they come in with a big splash. And then they go, oh, okay, well, mm. I don't really have to do with this person. Vince doesn't like them, so I think Vince needs to step down. He's a, like Cornette says, he's a senile old man. There ain't no way he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I just, they forgot how to write television. Like, I don't know if it's just, you know, they're used to writing for whatever, but they just can't do it anymore. The they best thing for them would be, be to sell. For six months. If they could sell to another company and then keep Triple H and different people like that. Let Triple H run Raw and let Paul Heyman run SmackDown. Yeah. Give them the time slots that they have and let them work within those parameters. And I guarantee you, both of those guys will come up with a better show. Yeah. Get rid of all these Hollywood people that think they know wrestling that don't. 
Exactly. And go with wrestling guys that know wrestling. Look what Paul Heyman did with ECW out of a bingo hall in Philadelphia. Yeah. On syndication. Look what Triple H did with NXT. Exactly. It was the best wrestling show on TV. Absolutely. You go back two years ago, even when it was going head-to-head with Dynamite, I mean, maybe Dynamite was beating it in ratings, but NXT was a banger mm-hmm. with everybody that they had on there. They were making you excited over these new stars. You're like, man, this is really, really good shit. Mm-hmm. You know, when they were in Full Sail University, that show was amazing. Yeah. You know. Here's the, here's the it's key. How great was Keith Lee versus Dijakovic? That yeah. storyline in those matches. Yeah. And look where those guys are at now under Vince's, uh, on the main roster's, yeah. Tutelage. Yeah, the rise of the undisputed era, the capturing all the titles, the war games battles that they had, the women's division. Yeah, everything that they did, and then it's just like a joke. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just uh, those guys never transferred to the main roster because Vince don't know what to do with main roster talent. Yeah, it's the same. He, not, he can't push little guys. That's this thing. Yeah. I, I think it's time for him to go. I do, too. I would love for him to go. I would love for them to, yeah, a complete change of that, but I don't know. That guy, that guy is obsessed with his company and will not take yeah. a hint and, and let it go. And the, the thing is, is they're still making money, and the, that, the board of directors isn't going to toss them as long as they're still having these record profit years. Yeah. They don't care that we don't like the product because people are still watching it. Kids are still buying the merch. Right. It's like the pirates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It is. It Who is was like, that? That was Justin. It's like the pirates. Oh. <laughs> hey, we yeah. sold out, the, you know, SummerSlam sold out the Vegas, and it was a huge, like one of the most successful ones they've had in forever. Yeah. yeah. You know, the money they're making, but, but then budget <clears throat> cuts. Yeah. That Saudi really, Arabia show. Saudi just, Arabia, they give them billions of dollars to perform mm-hmm. there. But budget cuts. Yeah. You re- Fox pays you $4 billion yeah. a year for your... Keith Lee's $500,000 <laughs> a year was really bringing the company down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nuts. Anyway, that's your show for the week. Go watch Full Gear. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends. Have a great evening. Later. Later.